welcome to Lifehouse Church Online. I'm Catherine from Tokyo, and I'm so glad you could join us today for an encouraging message from our Reso Regrow series. We've been looking at the principle of sowing and reaping. And this is not just for farmers or gardeners, but this is a biblical principle that can bless all of our lives. Did you know that if you sow good things and you don't give up, you're going to see great good growth in your life. You're going to see great blessings in your life. This is really exciting. And today we're going to look at how we can sow good seeds into people's lives. So my grandmother was a really, really good gardener. She had green fingers, which means everything that she touched in her garden, it would grow so beautifully. She had a wonderful garden we loved to play in as kids. And everywhere my grandmother walked, she would actually pick some seeds from the flowers and the plants around her and put it in her pockets. And then she would walk around to the park and then she would like put the seeds in the ground there or the neighborhood's garden, the, the neighbor's garden, she would put the seeds there. She was always collecting seeds from everywhere and planting seeds everywhere. It was quite funny actually. And one day I was walking in the garden with my mother at my parents' house and we noticed these beautiful flowers. And my mom was really confused. She was like, I didn't plant these flowers. How did these flowers get there? And then we thought, oh, our grandma's been here. She's been here and she's been there with her pocket full of seeds and she's been planting all these beautiful flowers and now they have suddenly sprung up. And uh, even when she was gone, even though she passed away, we still saw amazing flowers and plants keep popping up all over the place. A wonderful reminder of all the seeds that she's sown. And I think it's the same with the kingdom of God. Did you know that we can sow seeds that have a long lasting impact into people's lives? We can invest eternally into people's lives. And I have a really good investment tip for you. I don't know much about cryptocurrency and NFTs and stock exchange, but this is a kingdom investment tip that I know is going to bless you. It's from Matthew 6, 19 to 21. This is what Jesus says. He says, Don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourself that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. Did you know that God's economy is different to the rest of the world. Just like Jesus says in the scripture, uh, you know, the world looks at success and how many material things you have. But you know what, those things can be destroyed. They can be stolen. And Jesus is saying we can make investments that are eternal, that can, can never be touched or damaged. And I believe that when we invest in people, we are investing in eternal treasures in heaven. If you wanna sow into something where you're gonna get a good return on your investment, why don't you sow into people? You know, we can't take our material wealth with us into heaven, but one of the things that we can take is people. And God sees people as really valuable and they should be valuable to us too. So I believe that just like my grandmother, we have pockets full of seeds where we can sow and invest into people's lives around us. And we're going to see amazing harvest one day in their lives. I wanna share an amazing, encouraging story from the Bible. This is the story of Lydia and the very first church that ever started in Europe. 
So a bit of background on the story is Paul and Silas, they are Christians, and they want to travel around the world and share the good news about Jesus. They are visiting many different cities and countries to places that uh, and people that have never even heard about the name of Jesus. They want to share this gospel, this message of power. And they are on their journey. They're sailing in a ship. And God gives Paul a vision. And he says, Paul, you need to go to this city of Macedonia. And Macedonia is a city in Europe. So Paul and Silas, they get in their ship and they head towards this brand new city. They've never been there before, but they're trusting that something amazing is going to happen there. And so they they arrive in the city and they're looking around for a group of people. And let's read in this story in Acts what happens next, what happens on their journey. It says in Acts 16, verse 13 to 15, On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the woman who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Teatira named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us into her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. So I love this, Paul and Silas walking around and they find this group of uh, people who are praying alongside a river. There's some, this is like good soil for them to sow some seeds in, right? So they go to these ladies and they meet Lydia. One of the ladies in this group is Lydia. And what we read from this story is that Lydia is a businesswoman. She is a wealthy entrepreneur and she's selling purple cloth. And back in those days, purple dye was a really hard dye to get. And so anybody who was wearing purple clothing uh, would, would be those who are really, really rich. Only rich people could afford purple clothing. And so this shows us that Lydia was really, really wealthy. She had lots of resources. It even says in the story that she had a home and she had a household. And so a household in those days was your family, your friends, and your work colleagues. So this shows us she had a big community of influence. She had many people that she was taking care of in in her household that she had influence over. And it says that she was a worshiper of God. So she knew about God, but she hadn't met Jesus yet. And then she hears the message of Paul. God opens her heart and she makes the decision that day to follow Jesus. Right then and there, she even decides to get baptized. She doesn't wait a while. She decides right then, I've got to do this. I'm going to get baptized. And not only Lydia, her whole household that is gathered there with her gets baptized. Really convenient that they're meeting by a river, right? So they could could hear the message and then get baptized right next to them in the river. So I think this is such an amazing story. God opens her heart and then Lydia opens her her home. And then she invites Paul and Silas to come and stay with her and said, come and stay here. While you are spreading the good news of Jesus in the city, you can come and stay in my household. And you know what? This becomes one of the first places that the church starts to gather in Europe. This was the very first church in in, um, in Europe. Isn't that amazing? That's where it starts. And uh, we see that Paul and Silas, they come there, they come into this new city with a pocket full of seeds. They had a pocket full of seeds, the good news about Jesus. They see an opportunity to sow in some people. They sow the message and they see good, amazing things happening with that community. And then Lydia sees 
that she has a pocket full of seeds. She realizes she has amazing resources. She has finance, she has a home, she has influence, and she can use this pocket full of seeds to be a blessing in the church and the city. And the story just grows and grows. There's a domino effect. Just with a small, powerful seed, we see uh, that this church starts in Europe, and we know that many churches are planted in Europe afterwards. Many more people get to hear the good news about Jesus. And it started off with a pocket full of seeds. How powerful is that? And think about it. Even now, today, we can see the legacy of that pocket full of seeds because they have a long-lasting impact. Um, People are still uh, hearing about the good news in Europe and many other countries across the world. Many more churches are being planted because of a pocket full of seeds. And I believe that you also have a pocket full of seeds. You have a pocket full of seeds that you can sow into people's lives just like them. And so maybe you're wanting to know what are my pocket full of seeds? What is my pocket full of seeds? What seeds do I have? Well, I want to share some of the seeds that you can sow. You can sow the good news about Jesus in people's lives. Did you know that you have a story to tell? What does Jesus do in your life? When people hear your story, they're going to be encouraged and think, well, if Jesus can do that for you, Jesus can do that for me too. Your story is a seed that you can sow. So sow your story. Sow the good news about Jesus. Let's be people who sow good words. Why don't you be a person who shows encouragement? There's a world out there that needs to know that they are valuable to God, that they have a plan and a purpose for their life. You can be generous in your encouragement, generous in your positive words and your blessing over people. Those are seeds everybody has in their hands. Another seed that we can sow is sowing in prayer. We can pray for salvation for people. And we can pray for the family members, the friends, our work colleagues, that they can meet Jesus. I'm here today serving God, having a relationship with Jesus in church because I had a mom that sowed seeds of prayer and she never gave up. She kept praying for me until God answered her prayers. And I know that I'm here today because of the seeds that she sowed. That's the power of prayer. And we can also pray for healing for people, right? That's a powerful, a powerful little seed. You pray for healing for someone. People can experience miraculous breakthrough in their lives. What powerful seeds. Another thing we can sow is our time. We can sow our time into people. We can also sow our talents. That's why I love dream teams. Dream teams are people who are using their gifts and their talents to bless and serve and invest in people. Every Sunday when I come in church and I see the hospitality team and the alpha team and the kids church team, the worship team, all of them using their gifts and talents to bless and invest in people. It has such a big impact. And even people who are going to work every day, right? The teachers and the businessmen, even the moms and the dads with your family, all of the gifts and talents you have, you're sowing into those people around you. It's blessing them. It's, it's going to produce amazing fruit. So those are seeds that you can sow. Another thing that we can sow is our money, our finances. So this is one of the reasons why I really love Heart for the House. That's this month we we are giving towards Heart for the House, where we give our finances towards venues. And venues aren't just about buildings. Amazing things happen in these buildings. This is where people get to meet. They get to hear the good news about Jesus. I've heard people say they they walk into the building and they can feel God's presence, God's peace, even if they don't understand 
understand what's happening in the message, they can feel God's presence there. People meet community. People find purpose. It's such a great way for us to bless people, bless the city. And that is one of the exciting reasons why we want to sow into Heart for House because we know this is a seed that we can use to bless our city, not just for this generation, but for many generations to come. So now that I've mentioned some, I'm sure you're probably thinking about the seeds that you have in your hands that you can sow into people. And you know, in different seasons, you're going to maybe have different looking seeds. Maybe in certain seasons, you're going to have more time. Or maybe some seasons, you're going to have more money. It doesn't matter. Just what Ask God, what do I have in this season that I can give? And you can sow that and invest into people's lives. Um, there's an amazing couple in our Tokyo church. Their name is Kento and Emily. And a few weeks ago, they came to visit our home and we, we shared a meal together. And they were sharing their testimonies with me, their stories about how they came to know God. And I was really encouraged and blessed by their stories because when I thought about it, I thought, wow, everything they told me, there were different people involved in sowing seeds into their lives. And now it's brought them to this place. How incredible is that? And I, and I asked them, would I be able to share some of the stories so that, that I can encourage other people. And they said, yeah, sure, go ahead. And so Emily, she uh, before she came to know Jesus, she was in varsity and uh, she was a really, really happy person, very bubbly. On the outside, she looked like she had everything going for her, but she would go home at night and she felt really insecure. She felt really sad. She felt really lonely and she felt like people didn't really understand her. And she would cry by herself at night. She was actually really sad inside. And uh, one day she went to university and her lecturer, who happened to be a Christian, gave her a letter. And Emily opened up this letter and inside it said, God sees every tear that you have cried and He loves you and He cares about you. And she thought, what? How does this lady know that I've been going home and crying? Like, God, you must be real. This is real. God, you, you care about me. That letter was a seed that that lady sowed. I wonder if she realizes the impact of that seed. And many other seeds were sown into Emily's life. And, and she, she uh, got into a relationship with Jesus, became a part of the church community. It's amazing. And Kento, so people invited him to futsal. That was a seed, <laughs> inviting him into futsal. And then he met a whole bunch of really amazing people and they sowed friendship and community into him, all of these wonderful seeds. And then people also sowed their time into him. There was one person who, who would sit for, for many hours at Starbucks with Kento and, and explain to him what the Bible is all about, answered all of his questions, showed him how to journal. These were amazing seeds that was sown into Kento's life and he uh, uh, found Jesus in a relationship with Jesus and both Kento and Emily are you know serving God loving God and now they are sowing seeds into other people's lives and affecting many other people so many wonderful seeds right everybody's been sowing in to impact lives and so I want to encourage you today, keep on sowing. Don't get tired. Don't get weary, right? Because sometimes we can sow and we get discouraged. We think, oh God, I'm not seeing any fruit in this area. Or God, I feel tired. Or maybe, God, I don't feel like I've got much seed to sow. Can you do anything with the seed? But I want to encourage you, don't give up. Keep on sowing. Let's re-sow. Let's regrow. Let's trust God to do many more amazing stories like the Kento and Emily stories. I like Galatians and encourages us on this in 6 verse 9. It says, let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. 
So keep sowing. And you know what? You're going to reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And that's the thing about a seed, right? A seed, you put it in the ground. You don't know what's going to happen to it. You can't see it. You know, is something going to happen to it? But by faith, we, we sow that seed into the ground. And even if we don't see something happening, by faith, we trust that God's going to bring growth and is going to bring something, uh, an amazing harvest, a blessing out of that seed. So, so let's not get tired. Let's keep sowing into people around us. And so I'd like to pray for us today. Uh, I would like to pray that God would show us what seeds we have in our hands that we could use to sow into people's lives. And I want to pray that God will refresh and encourage us to keep on sowing and trusting for great things. And so if that's you today, why don't you, you say, yes, God, I want to, like Lydia, I want to make myself available and say, God, here are my seeds. Can you use this to come and do something amazing? So let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, that you've given us many seeds that we can sow into people's lives. And we want to sow seeds that are going to have an impact on people's lives for eternity. I pray that you help us to see what you've given us, what the time, the talent, the resources that you've put in our hands, and help us to see the opportunities where we can sow. Would you strengthen us where we've gotten weary and tired of sowing? We want to keep on being those who sow, re-sow, and regrow. In Jesus' name, amen. That's awesome. I know that we're going to hear many more stories, just like Kento and Emily's stories, as we're sowing into people's lives. You know, maybe all of this is new to you, church and the Bible and Jesus. Well, I would love to encourage you with this today. Did you know that you are so incredibly valuable to God? You are so incredibly valuable that He invested everything that He has in you. He sowed and invested His Son, Jesus, into your life. Jesus came to this earth and He died on a cross. He took on all of our sin, our mistakes, our failures upon Him. And all those who put their faith in Him and believe in Him are going to have a purposeful life now and in eternity. And all you have to do is say, Jesus, I want to follow you. And He's going to lead you every step of the way. It's so exciting. And if this is you today, you want to, you want to follow Jesus. You want to start this relationship with Jesus. Now's the time to make that decision. Or maybe you want to come back. You know what? Jesus is not angry with you. He's inviting you. He's saying, come back. I have great things for you to do. I have great plan and purpose for your life. So let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. If you prayed that prayer, that's amazing. I pray that God is going to just lead you every step of the way and you will see the incredible purpose that He has for your life. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Why don't you let us know in the comment section what has encouraged you or maybe you want some prayer or maybe you made that decision. You can let somebody know and somebody's going to follow you up. It's really, really exciting. And you know what? Something else is coming up next month that's going to be super exciting. We're starting a whole new series all about relationships and it's going to be the summer of love revolution. It's going to be super exciting. So don't miss out. Tune in next week. Have a wonderful week. God bless. Bye.